You are Locked On Lakers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Lakers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to the Lockdown Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I am joined, as always, by Harrison Fagan. Harrison, it was seen as a guarantee, something like just short of a guarantee that Lonzo Ball was going to be ready to play uh, after practicing yesterday. By the time everybody is listening to this, it's going to be Friday. But yesterday, Thursday, Lonzo was supposed to practice, and depending on how he felt, we were going to find out that he was going to be available for the game. And it just turns, just so it turns out that you know we'll, we'll pump the brakes on that. Unfortunately, the big baller brand was was not necessarily. They didn't catch the memo. How do you think it goes down for the Lakers when they see another outside brand talking about their guy and his avail- availability? When really it comes down to their call as to whether or not he's going to make it. Well, see, so that the, that's the thing that I'm not understanding is I, I got this Bleacher Report update. I, I was out at my other job. I got this Bleacher Report update. The Big Baller brand had announced that Lonzo was playing on Friday. And I was like, wait a second, Big Ball? What? The Lakers didn't announce it? <laughs> and so I guess Big Baller brand is trying to get into, like, Big Baller breaking news. and <laughs> Big breaking news. Yeah, Big breaking news. And brand. Yeah. And... I just thought it was kind of interesting that law, that they went. How did they report this? Was it a tweet? It was a tweet. Like they basically just said. Okay, because I went to their feed and I didn't see it. It must have been deleted. Yeah, they must have deleted it once their own player fake news them. <laughs> basically, like the face of the brand it came out and said that he wasn't. He, you know, he didn't confirm it. Uh, which you know, it, it, I guess they're new in the, the news breaking thing. But generally speaking, it's a good idea to to confirm some of this stuff before you run with it. Yeah, I, I mean, like, so if I was going to give Big Ball, like Lavar Ball, some advice on journalism, <laughs> it would be, you know, you want to get two sources on everything, mm-hmm. and like, ge- you want generally want three, but if you're going to report something, you want at least two sources that you really, really trust, mm-hmm. and. So I, I think, like, like Lavar, you didn't ask me for journalism advice, but I'm gonna help you out. Like, just just give me a call, man, or just like DM me or something. Like, we'll we'll talk about like I'll, I'll give you the cliff notes on journalism 101. Uh, I would love to hear that conversation. We might have to have that on the air at some point. That would that would be a phenomenal podcast. Is Lavar Ball on the state of the media? Learns learns journalism. Actually, yes, that would be great. Like I would love yeah. if if somebody was to inject him with some truth serum, and he could just say the different ways that he's taking advantage of. He was like, "I of- know you idiots will just repeat anything I say <laughs> yeah. for just because you want retweets." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's like, uh, "I could say like I think Lonzo's the greatest astronaut since Buzz Aldrin, <laughs> and like ESPN would have a four hundred word story on it within minutes." <laughs> yeah, it would be tremendous. It would be awesome. Uh, all right. So what we're gonna do then? We're going to talk about Lonzo Ball's injury and what it actually might mean if he isn't able to come back. And now this is still hypothetical. We haven't found out one way or the other quite yet. We won't find out 
until tomorrow before the game, uh, meaning Friday before the game. So what we're going to do is is go over the, the various hypotheticals and what they all might mean for Lonzo and the Lakers and 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 both entities' futures. Uh, we are then going to talk about possible lineup tweaks. If if Lonzo isn't able to make it back after ten days off, ten straight days off, uh, not counting his his dancing uh, on that one lip syncing show. But if we are if we're count if we're going by ten days off and he isn't able to make it back, is it possible that the Lakers might have to to take him out for a little bit longer? And if that's the case, then what might that mean for for everybody else on the roster? So, and then on the backside, we're going to go back and we're going to try to play how the Lakers tamper this time with some comments from Giannis Antetokounmpo about whether or not he could ever see himself playing in L.A. Uh, Laker fans probably won't like his ac- answer. In regards to that, as you got to listen all the way through to find out what it was. So clickbait. Uh, As always, make sure you guys are following the show on Megaphone slash Panoply, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Today's Fast Break, Spotify, Alexa, Lakers Nation, where Harrison writes, Lakers Outsiders, where I write. You can follow Harrison on Twitter at HM Fagan. You can follow me on Twitter at Anthony Irwin LA. Uh, Harrison, it's probably not the greatest sign that the Lakers aren't willing to just come out and say yeah he's good to go for tomorrow or do you no, think it's just to be honest yeah i'm not concerned about this at all and it's because the lakers never confirm anything it, and there's really no reason for it but they never confirm that anyone is playing until right before they are about to play or almost never it just it, i i don't know why it's almost like they're just messing with us at this point like I, I you you could convince like I, I would not be surprised if Lonzo Ball walked in with like two new Terminator indestructible robot legs to practice and they're like, well, Lonzo, we saw you during practice dunking from half court with your new Terminator legs. Are you going to play in tomorrow's game? And he'd be like, well, you know, we're going to have to see what the training staff says. Uh, we're just you know, we're testing out the uh, the new super joints and, uh, you know, we just we'll, we'll play it by ear tomorrow. That's way too and, long an answer. Yeah, that's no. He he gave like he's starting to give some longer answers. He's still not saying anything, but he's giving longer longer answers. Oh, okay. It's kind of like his shooting has improved. So 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 has his press conference abilities. Uh, I agree. There's no need really right now for the Lakers to come out and say whether or not and announce whether or not Lonzo is playing. Not just from a standpoint of wait, if we do announce it and it turns out that he wakes up sore tomorrow, that's going to bring awareness to it and more people are going to ask more questions about that just ask the san antonio spurs who brought back Kawhi, and then he got hurt even worse and then now greg popovich is saying that he might not be ready to go and by the way harrison i'm not going to take credit and i never would want to take credit for an nba player getting hurt but you and i did talk about Kawhi yesterday we We might have it was so weird how we talked about that and then Hours there ended later. up being a new report on it that made it sound like we had recorded after that report. <laughs> yeah, it was that was something. Uh, Very. But, <clears throat> but the other thing too I, was just for, like Har- Harrison Fagan has won a million dollars in the lottery, and it was just it was really interesting for me to see that. Definitely didn't happen after we recorded. And he and he was kind enough and gracious enough to split all of his winnings with his co-host. That was uh, sixty forty, really... just to pay you back. <laughs> Uh, the other thing, too, before we move on to the other topic here is there's a competitive advantage from not outright announcing that Lonzo Ball is ready to go. Right. I'm, because, yes, I'm, I'm sure 
that who who are the Lakers playing Dallas. tomorrow? They're playing they're playing Dallas. I'm sure that Dallas has nothing more concerning right now than <laughs> preparing for whether or not their the the Lakers 40% shooting point guard is going to be in the starting lineup. You might be on to something right there. Yeah, I'm sure that like the Lonzo Ball's availability what the entire organization is focused on right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, when we come back, though, in, in just in case this is a bigger deal than it actually is, and if Lonzo isn't ready to go tomorrow, Harrison and I are going to talk about what that might mean for both Lonzo and the Lakers, and by extension, what it might mean for his teammates, and whether whether some tweaks might need to be made uh, to to make up for his continued absence. Here in a second. So if if Lonzo isn't ready to go tomorrow, right? That's when I mean it's like you and I got, you and I talked about. That's when it's time to start kind of sort of worrying, right? That's when we say we we're now a, a couple weeks now past when he was supposed to return, and he had ten straight days to get Betty to to get better and 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 get out there to play the team that he initially hurt himself against, right? Uh, at what point, if he doesn't come back, do we start asking? All right, well, are they just gonna, are they going to announce another new timetable, or is this going to be a game by game thing? Should they be pushing him back to return at all? Uh, if it's going to continue to to act up on him, uh, those questions I think at some point need to start getting asked. Yeah, and I think that so this is why from right from the beginning I always said that it would have been wiser for the Lakers to put just like an incredibly over conservative timetable yep. on this so that there wouldn't be as many questions. Like the way that they've taken it game by game, I get that Lonzo may want to come back game by game, but it it's not doing them or him any favors to have a major media talking point be is Lonzo going to play tonight? No, he's still hurt. And then that like starts to wear on a lot of like fans like there are a lot of fans that start to get upset and they're like oh he's injury prone bust uh and so I, I don't think that they did themselves any favor that way but I have two schools of thought on what they should be doing now so I mean obviously they can like they, they can continue to hold him out and maybe that's a good thing because it means that they're showing patience and they're showing caution and they're playing the long game but then on the other hand there is the reality that he may, you know, like all of a sudden you're starting to wonder, okay, is he injury prone? Are they not just being cautious? Is this like worse than we thought? Are there serious and more serious issues here? And so I, I can kind of go both ways. I'd lean towards they're just being really cautious. But I mean, ultimately, I don't know. I don't think that anybody really knows. Yeah, I think as always, multiple things can hold amounts of truth, right? We can say that it's right for the Lakers to be overly cautious, and there is no point in putting Lonzo back onto an NBA court when he isn't fully ready to go, and until he's fully ready to go. And now it also it also comes to you know, the other thing to factor in here is is pain tolerance in and of itself. It's different for every single player. I'm sure Kobe would be looking at Lonzo right now and saying, uh, "What what gives, dude?" Um, yeah, Kobe. Kobe chops his own knee off with a machete and just says, "See you play without it." <laughs> right. I mean, and 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 to his own detriment at, at some point, right? With, by the end, yes, definitely to his own detriment. By the time he blew his Achilles, he had already sprained his ankle, I believe, twice in that same game. Uh, he he took two ugly falls in that in that very game, 
and then eventually try to push off of his off of his foot towards Achilles, shot his two free throws, and he was never the same. And so you can kind of see why the Lakers, and that was 20 years into his career, right? So at that point, the Lakers and Kobe had already gotten just about full returns on his career. This is Lonzo. This is his rookie season. If this non-contact, this is the other thing to keep, take into account here, this non-contact injury uh, that can linger, if it isn't fully healthy and he tries to go out there and he makes it worse, then everybody's screwed and everybody looks like morons. Uh, but the question I want to ask you next, though, is, all right, well... Well, I was uh, just real quick, I was going to say that I think your point is that you're going to criticize them no matter what because you're a hater. Yeah, it's my job. <laughs> um, but the question I have for you, though, is the Lakers have obviously struggled the last few games since acquiring Isaiah Thomas. And it's not to I, I say that not to it sounds like I'm, I'm blaming Isaiah for it. I'm just saying that after the trade deadline, the level of Lakers play fell off an actual cliff. And my question is, do the Lakers, if, if Lonzo isn't ready to go, at what point do they maybe start making tweaks to the team as if this is the team that they have moving forward? And whenever they do get, uh, whenever they do get Lonzo back, then they go back and they tweak everything back. In, if they do, right? I but, think they give it a little bit more time for two reasons. One is because of what you mentioned, Lonzo Ball could be back any day, and so why start Isaiah Thomas and then have to remake a bunch of changes right. anyway? And I think number two is that. Yes, they did play very poorly in those three games following the trade deadline, but I think a lot of that was probably as much to do with not having a whole lot of chemistry with like Isaiah Thomas coming in and not really being as familiar with everyone and like there's some, you know, chemistry loss there, there's some familiarity loss there and it's and you know, there's also probably like a mental hit from losing two of maybe your favorite teammates or two guys that were, you know, pretty well liked in the locker room. And then like, it's like, okay, well, there's like two more games till vacation. I I think that's on some level human nature to have a little bit of a letdown when you're already kind of going through kind of a tough time because you're losing two guys who are kind of like your brothers. And that's not to say that the Lakers shouldn't have made the trade or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it's understandable that the team maybe felt a little bit of a burden from it. And I think that with, a, you know, with the break gone, they can come back. They were having success without Lonzo in the lineup. And yes, Clarkson was a big part of that. Nance, to a lesser degree, was a part of that. And but still, they were having success without Lonzo. And so I think they give it probably I don't think that it's going to be this long before Lonzo's back. I actually think he probably will play tonight, despite like, you know, the the we're going to have to see how it goes with the trainers yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I think he will play tonight. But I think they give it at least five games, five more games. Uh, Walton also pointed to after practice. He This is from Mike Trudell. Walton thinks the Lakers have succumbed, succumbed to fatigue over the last few games before the break. They were, they were right there at Dallas and Minnesota because they played well offensively but just didn't focus or play nearly well enough on defense. He expects the that attention to detail to return. And I would agree, right? There are a ton of factors that go into winning or losing any professional game, not just basketball, but baseball, football, whatever, whatever sport that you want to talk about. And for the Lakers, the stuff that you just pointed to a second ago, combined with the fact that they are about to go on, they're about to they, they are about to embark on a nice little break away from the game. And, and Ingram yesterday was talking about 
the the need for a mental break, not just physical, but just mentally, that the, the, the NBA can, the NBA season can just kind of wear on you. And when you're right up against that that break, just like in school uh, or my entire senior year, you just kind of look at the grass on the other side of the fence of of that is vacation, and you say, "Oh man, that looks nice," and then you just kind of let up a little bit. And yeah, man. I like to, to be real. I had senioritis so bad my senior year of high school, and and now, and I'm not even like I still have another year after this before I graduate college, and like I'm dying. Like I have no motivation to go to class. Just do you have any like advice for me? Uh, don't meet your future wife because the senioritis that I already had was bad enough. And then I met Jen and we went to my senior prom. And the, <laughs> the last like two months of the school year, I skipped my my English class to spend her lunch with her. But the school that I went to had two separate lunches. So I would go to my lunch and then I'd go to like the first 10 minutes or so of my English class and then I would leave that English class and just go have lunch with Jen. Uh, so what I'm saying is that combined with the already bad work ethic that I had from senioritis was was probably about as poorly as things could have gone right there with a you know without I it, it would all work out at the end of the day. But 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 yeah, that probably wasn't the greatest thing for me. So Oops. don't do that. Uh, okay, yeah, definitely definitely won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we are going to move on, and we're going to talk about Giannis uh, and his comments about Los Angeles. Doesn't sound like he's necessarily a uh, necessarily a fan, but I do my 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 tampering senses kind of went off a little bit. So I'm going to explain to everybody how this was probably the Lakers tampering, and how and how they might get tampered or get fined for tampering once again. I love that because you're the one that is in charge of this segment. Like, people are going to think that it's serious. Whereas if I did it, they'd know it was parody. But everybody just thinks that you're such a hater that they're going to be like, Anthony's trying to get the Lakers fined for tampering. He's he's back at his old hijinks. And then I'll get called racist. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, so, definitely. So, uh, I'll just, so Giannis Adetokounmpo <clears throat> went and he talked to the, looks like the uh, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, I think. Something yeah, like the that. Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Mm-hmm. And he said uh, of Los Angeles, like, he, you know, he went to the All-Star Game in Los Angeles, spoiler alert, and he, he's back in Milwaukee now. And they asked him about, like, the the weekend. And, like, it sounds like he is going – he kind of likes being in Milwaukee where it's a little quieter. And he said, I could never see myself being out there, there being Los Angeles. It's great for two, three days, but it's a little bit – things are going a little bit crazy. And so – I don't know. Uh, and then he said, I love how quiet and calm Milwaukee is. He talked about nobody. He loved how nobody inter- interrupts his conversations there. And <laughs> so, Anthony, how I'm actually like very curious to find out how you are going to twist this. Like, how did the Lakers tamper this time? All right. So Giannis says that he could never play in Los Angeles. Just before that, Magic had already been fined for tampering for talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? So Giannis, who probably, being a basketball fan, looked out and said, oh, man, I I, I kind of sort of might have accidentally got maybe one of the best, definitely the best point guard of all time, but one of the best basketball players of all time in a bunch of trouble. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do him a solid here. So he goes out and he says he could never play in Los Angeles. Problem is, the league might think, well, 
Giannis said that stuff with Magic in mind, and therefore Magic, you just got fined fifty thousand more dollars for for planting the seed in Giannis's head, where he has to help you out here. See, I think that I, I actually think that this might go even further in, in down like the conspiracy rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a chance that, you know, some some texts from Giannis and his agent come to light and whatever, like, you know, obviously very in-depth league investigation this is because it's involving the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And they find out that Giannis and his agent were like, OK, like, how can we get Magic his money back so that he can still afford to spend that on you mm-hmm. in several years? And so because, you know, every dollar counts like that's why you got to wave guys like David Nwaba for no reason to pay KCP. And mm-hmm. so if they're going to do that for KCP, then they'll definitely do it for Giannis. And so they need all the money they can get. And so this is, I think, very clearly Giannis trying to get the NBA to be like, OK, well, you know, you made the comments about him winning in Milwaukee and then he says he's never going to play in L.A. So actually, we're just going to give you your money back. Sorry. Our bad. Yeah, I mean... Official statement, it's like the the NBA's official Twitter account just tweets out like a statement from Adam Silver, and then it just says, our bad, signed Adam Silver. <laughs> it's just it's just a gif of like Silver pointing to himself at the chest like, ah, oh, I'm sorry, man. I shouldn't have yeah. done that. I just wish, I just hope that if that is the case and Giannis and his agent had that stuff in mind, just keep, just keep Magic Johnson out of the subject line. Like call no, it. but if, if we're if we're being real, I think the only way they get caught here is when Magic Johnson accidentally like tweets out like DM colon thanks Giannis. <laughs> hey, at Adam Silver, don't look, but I'm gonna thank Giannis Atetokounmpo. I'm gonna thank my good friend at Giannis Atetokounmpo. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, bud. Thanks for thanks for helping me out there. Oh, man. Imagine now, imagine Matt. Adam Silver's face when that tweet comes across his desk. Like, ah, what what the it. Lakers need to do is hire, they need to hire Giannis as Magic's either lawyer or therapist. And then that way, whatever they say between each other is protected by, uh, like, attorney-client or, you know, doctor-patient privilege. <laughs> yeah. They, every time they meet with these I'm players. I'm telling you, this is a major loophole, man. I don't, yeah. I don't know... CBA is ready for our innovative thinking. Yeah, from now on, all they have to do is meet with these players at the doctor's office. Yes. Dr. Dr. Giannis. <laughs> so he, his, his prescription for everything? Smoothies. Maybe that's why Dr. J was the doctor. Just so that nobody could tamper with him because they're talking to their doctor. That's true. That's actually brilliant. Dr. Yeah. J was ahead of his time. Well, unless, Lightning. you know, I guess unless it's Mark Cuban and he gets fined for talking to Dr. J. That's how he should fight that. That yeah. tanking fight. I was talking to my doctor. <laughs> that would have been a way better response. <laughs> but, you know, obviously. I don't, that's think, probably, he, I don't again, think he could have cracked going back to, the, jokes to the Maverick, that's probably not his biggest concern right now. I do think, though, if, I don't, if you don't mind, my, this is me being completely serious. Tanking and gambling cannot coexist. And so with, with Adam Silver being as interested as he is in gambling, I thought it was – I don't think it's a coincidence that he went, that he came down so hard on Mark Cuban, because if if any gambler whatsoever thinks that the that there's a chance that their money might be messed with by a team trying to tank and losing on purpose and not telling everybody and announcing it to everybody, uh, then then there is no way you can gamble, right? So I, I thought that was kind of interesting, and I didn't want to talk about it yesterday because there was obviously exponentially more important news. Yeah, that actually is like an interesting stay woke. Yeah, I, I always have my tinfoil hat on. All right, so this was a, a bit of a shorter show. 
uh, because, frankly, we're still waiting for the Lakers to, to return. Uh, but we hope that you enjoy the rest of your weekend. When we come back, hopefully Harrison and I will have actual basketball with, with Lonzo Ball on the court to talk about. Uh, hopefully that we get to talk about a win because it's been a little while since we got to do that as well. Uh, Harrison, thanks for hopping on. Everybody listening, thank you for doing so, and we'll talk to you again on Monday. Thank you.